Okay, so welcome everyone to our weekly All Eyes Matter call with Dr. David Peck and Dr. Alex Lloyd. Uh, before we get started, I'm going to start with a quick disclaimer. Um, since we're going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we want to make sure you understand that this information is not intended to heal, treat, diagnose, or cure anything. Everything in the presentation is the opinion of Dr. Alex Lloyd, Dr. David Peck, uh, Johanna Chan, who will be providing custom codes, uh, myself, and you if you choose to share. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concerns you may have. So Alex and David, I'll let you guys take it away. Thank you so much, Santo. Uh, welcome everyone. Thank you for being here, whether you're listening live or by recording. Um, if you don't know what this is all about, uh, I can tell you very, very uh, briefly, David and I are on a mission to try and help between a million and a billion people develop a emotional well-being. And, and what I would say is an increase of at least 100% of your emotional well-being and a decrease of 100% of your stress, anxiety, things like that. Uh, we're, we plan and, and are and have given you all the tools you need to do that for free. Each week, we'll be giving a different custom uh, intervention so that over the course of a year, we believe we will have addressed every issue you could have in your life. Um, and uh, we, all we ask is that you uh, try it. And if it's effective for you and is a benefit that you share it uh, with people that you love and care about. Um, we plan to do this as a nonprofit. I'm not being paid a penny. David's not being paid a penny. We're not charging you a penny for anything that we do. And we'll be here for at least the next 50 weeks or so. Uh, uh, I, I get we've committed to a year. We'll see what happens. We need your help with that. Um, and today, what we're focusing on is obsession. And I'll share a couple of things about that and then kick it over today. Um, one of the most amazing things to me is young ladies who have anorexia or bulimia. And the thing that's amazing to me is that when they look in the mirror at their own face and body, what they see is not what is actually there. Now, that's what fascinates me. Their mind literally changes how they look in the mirror to them only. If Dave or I or you or anyone else were standing right beside them as they were looking in the mirror and they were saying, yeah, look at this, look at this fat over here. Um, very likely all of us would just sort of have a puzzled look on our face and be looking at each other like, what is she talking about? There's no fat there at all. But she sees it. I mean, right there in real time. It's right here. What are you talking about? Where it's right here. Don't you see it? Look. And she is seeing something that is not there. Her obsession is literally changing not only what she thinks, but what she sees with her physical eyes. It's really incredible. Um, 
I've had a number of clients over the years who would have been labeled as OCD, that's obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, to me, the obsession in that where someone has to wash their hands 17 times or they have to turn, lock the door four times or they have to uh, walk around the room twice before they can leave it. And then when they come back, they have to walk around twice most of those type of things are a distraction. Your unconscious, something very traumatic has happened and your unconscious mind has determined, okay, if she thinks about washing, or if he thinks about washing his hands 17 times, he won't be thinking about this trauma thing that happened two years ago with this or that person, okay? So I think the issue is that I have to, lock the door 17 times. It's not the issue. The issue is the trauma that's happened in me. And after not being able to resolve that in any way, and it negatively affecting my life to a great degree, my unconscious mind determined we've got to do whatever it takes to keep him from thinking about that trauma. And so the obsession is a distraction. There's another type, of, there's two more types. <clears throat> one is one that I had where I'd been made fun of for being fat, made fun of for being um, uh, for um, having a pepperoni face with acne in my adolescence and, and things like that. So I literally kind of made a life vow. No one is ever going to make fun of me again for being fat. I may not be able to control much, but I can do that one. And so I started exercising to a ridiculous degree every day. And I mean, if I was if I was going to miss one day of jogging, oh, I, I almost couldn't take it. it. It was awful. I mean, I'd get home at two in the morning and instead of going to bed, I'd go run my 10 miles. OK, but it was not about my body. It was more about other people, but it was most about how I felt toward myself related to other people, okay? But it was never about exercise, which is what this obsession was. And the OCD guy who has to lock, lock the door 17 times, it was never about locking the door, okay? And the, and the young lady who has anorexia, it was never about her body or fat. It's about how she feels about herself as a person. And she believes that is most affected by people looking at her as far as her weight is concerned. So that's the one she's going to try to control to change that inward feeling. Only the great majority of all that is unconscious to her. All she knows is that she thinks she's fat and and it's become this thing and, and to the point uh, of possibly even being life-threatening. And the last one I'm going to talk about, and I'll pass it today, is a good obsession, okay? If I'm obsessed with loving Hope, my wife, and George, my son, and Harry, my son, and not ever losing any opportunity to love them, and if I ever go outside the bounds of loving them, to immediately go to them and apologize and ask for their forgiveness and tell them that I was wrong. 
uh, because I'm obsessed with those relationships being defined by love and and truth and nothing else. Well, to me, that's a good obsession, all right? Um, That's the last one I'm gonna address, but let me address one other thing, Dave. Um, A wonderful movie, look it up. It's called The Magnificent Obsession with uh, Rock Hudson, who was one of the major stars of that time. And it's a, it's a fascinating movie and, and really where the rubber meets the road and what I'm interested in is Rock Hudson was wealthy and a total arrogant, prideful, selfish jerk. That's who he was in the movie. And then an event happened that shook him up and a wise old man came and told him, hey, I've got something that I think will solve your problem, but it's very difficult and it's a lifelong commitment. And, and okay, what is it? So whenever you make any money, give 50% of it away to someone who needs help and do it anonymously. That was it. And doing that totally changed the guy from an arrogant jerk to a caring, loving, wonderful man. Uh, and I would agree that is a magnificent obsession. Uh, There's been a time in our life, Hope and I, where we gave 20% of everything we made away to people who needed help. And and yeah, it feels absolutely wonderful. And I believe we were blessed because of that, even financially. So I went way, way, way longer than normal. I apologize Mm -hmm. for that. But this obsession thing has been a big issue in my life and a huge issue in my practice. Um, so that's kind of my two cents, Dave. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to say something about the mission, but I'm going to leave that for later, but I just want to ask you, Alex, is can you clarify, uh, um, the differences between obsession and cravings and also addiction? To me, um, uh, craving to me is, is, is much, 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 much lesser. I don't have to have the ice cream. I would like to have the ice cream. I'm craving ice cream, but it's probably not gonna mess up my life and it's not gonna cause my unconscious mind to do any weird quirky things that end up messing me up worse in the long run, okay? Um, an addiction is just a have to. It's, 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 I started doing it for whatever reason, but now it's not really about the enjoyment of the thing. It's just uh, it's just a have to now. To me, an obsession is even beyond an addiction. It's um, it's that one of the most important things in my life, whether right or wrong, has some issue with it, and. I feel like it is up to me to control the outcome about that because it's so important to me. So it, that's beyond an addiction to me. And, and, and most people who are obsessed, you try to help them remove their obsession. A lot of them, they don't want that. Okay. An addiction they're, they're more, unless they're, unless they're, um, you know, having withdrawal at the moment or something, they're much more, oh yeah, I would like help with my addiction. 
with obsessions, not so much. It really depends on what it is, how much it's bothering them, where it came from. Is it a distraction? Is it, um, what type of obsession is it? And, and, and so you have to look at it that way. But to me, you've got craving, addiction, obsession. Great. That was awesome. Now, if I can go back to the admission statement for a second. Yeah. Yep. So this is a, this is a more, I don't know how to describe this perspective that I, as I see it, um, but saying the similar thing to what, what Alex said a minute ago about helping people. So, you know, um, in my opinion, I correct me if I'm wrong, if, if you disagree, but there is a vast amount of, I'm calling it emotional slavery, emotional incarceration. This is exactly the way I was. So you're at the mercy of what you read or what you hear or some, what someone says, and then suddenly you're out of control. So we're, in a way, we're enslaved by these emotions. Yeah. And what Alex is doing and what he's, what his, everything that he does achieves and drives us towards is essentially liberation and freedom from that emotional slavery. So, you know, I'm looking at almost as though, you know, each time you heal an issue, it's almost like you're taking a, a shackle off of your arm or your leg, you know, and suddenly you can move your arm again, you know, normally without, you know, et cetera. And, and, and this is, you know, the other sort of analogy that I'm picturing is like, there's a doorway. Okay. And, and Alex is on this side. Okay. He's, he's passed in the doorway and this is, you know, authentic life emotional balance, peace, joy, all those really good things, not everything perfect, I was, you know, on that journey. And here we are at the doorway, and I feel like I'm standing at the doorway and trying to usher these people in and say, listen, you just, yeah, step through the doorway and then you're going to be on this journey. And so, you know, this is what we're asking people to get them into the doorway and liberate. And so in that way, I see it as a revolution emotions you know because yeah. this is this is a huge undertaking but yeah you know alex is the emotional guru i mean that's you know clear i think so well I, I, i've never aspired to be a guru but i love that slavery analogy and i will say dave that that's what it feels like when i when i work with someone and they're angry and then they get to where they're they have patience or they are hopeless and now they go to joy, or they have been rejected all their life and now they feel not only acceptance from um, maybe others, but more importantly, acceptance of themselves. Um, it, it, it feels to them like they have been let out of jail in, 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 in a metaphorical sense. Yeah, uh, and, yeah. and I've even had them say, I feel like I've been let out of prison or I feel like I've been let out of jail or, or, and I felt that way myself. And one of them was, was my obsession over exercise because of body image and how other people were responding to my body. Uh, I felt like I was let out of jail when that thing was finally resolved. And I didn't, you know, if it was three in the morning and I was exhausted I didn't have to go for a run anyway, just because there's this feeling with, with obsessions yeah. that if I don't do it, something catastrophic is going to happen. 
once you get way into it, that's what you feel. It's not a choice anymore. You feel like it's a man, the sky's going to fall. So, um, but, but you can be healed of that with the, the, the things that we're doing, the tools that we're giving. So Dave, why don't you start with the healing code and then I'll follow up with, uh, the trilogy. Okay. So we're pray, we pray, we request that all destructive, negative cellular memories, unhealthy habits, addictions, false limiting beliefs, and any relationship issues related to systemic obsessions be found, opened, and healed through love, light, truth, and God. Okay, and the first position is both hands in the temples. systemic obsessions okay left hand jaw right hand temple Third position, left hand bridge, right hand Adam's apple. Fourth position, left hand Jaw, right hand, Adam's apple. Okay, back to the first position, both hands, temples. We're doing the second cycle now. Left hand jaw, right hand temple, second position. Okay, third position, left hand bridge, right hand Adam's apple. <clears throat> In the fourth position, left hand jaw, right hand Adam's apple.
Okay, that's two complete rounds. Okay, let's move into trilogy, custom acupuncture points. Let's start with under the nose, collarbones, little finger, temples, middle of the chest, thumb, under the eyes, under the arms, index finger, side of the hand, sore spot, chin, eyebrows, collarbones, 9G. Eyes open, closed, open, eyes down to the left, down to the right, circle, circle the other way. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. All right, left hand brainstem, right hand forehead for about 60 seconds. Slow, deep breaths from your stomach. Don't try to make anything happen, just allow it to happen. Your body and mind and spirit know exactly how to heal this stuff. All right, let's activate governing and conception vessel four times, please. Four times, up the midline of the body, over the top of the head, to the top of the spine, pause, then do it again, four times. You should be pressing on your body, but it should never hurt. If it hurts, you're pressing too hard. This um, calms the central nervous system. Based on the research, we're going against the flow of energy on the river of energy that is called yin and yang. All right, now custom healing centers. Let's start with crown. Please open and harmonize throat. Please open and harmonize under the belly button. Open and harmonize heart. Open and harmonize Middle of the stomach, open and harmonize. Throat, open and harmonize. Base or root, open and harmonize. And last one, forehead, open and harmonize. Hands over your heart. Oh, just about 60 seconds while you let it process. Um, I would do a zero to 10 before, a zero to 10 after. And then you can either go into another one to bring it down lower or come back to that when you come back to work on that issue, hopefully until it's completely gone. So, um, Santo, do we have any questions? And, uh, and uh, while you're looking, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I always mean to remind people of this, but I forgot today. Dave is a uh, double board certified medical doctor surgeon. Uh, 
worked for years at Columbia Presbyterian in New York, a uh, 24-year professor there, 50 clinical published papers, and four U.S. patents in the area of health. About as high on that ladder as you can get. Santo? Okay. Yeah, so again, if you have a question, you can hit the raise hand button at the bottom left. Um, or if you're on the phone, you can hit star nine and we'll unmute you. So uh, we have a hand up here by Bridget. Oh, I think I might have lost the ability to unmute people for a sec. Hold on. Uh -oh. So we're got a little technical difficulty here. Uh, Johanna, can you give me back the uh, host permission? So if you click on Alex Lloyd at the top there and hit uh, make host. You got to fix it or they're going to be muted all day. I know. It's going to be <laughs> April, Vicky, and Bridget are just waiting here. Okay. Well, yeah, Johanna, uh, can you, uh, you can also unmute, uh, I think, April was first with her hand up, so you can unmute here. Okay, let me see what I can do. This is weird. Okay, I'm gonna. Okay, April. I hear you. Hey guys. Hey April, how you doing? Hey. Hey, I hope I'm doing better. Um, I would just want to say thank you for you know addressing my biggest life issue that I could think of um, last week and. Definitely still working on that and, and definitely, you know, using the, the codes and prayer, praying constantly. And, um, you know, maybe that's my obsession now. But um, um, I was going to what I started to ask last week and the other stuff just kind of came pouring out. Um, uh, my my mom recently fell. And she fell on her knees and she was like, April, why, you know, why is it that, that my, my knees are, they feel hot. She was almost like they got a fever in them or something. And she fell on one, you know, she hit worse than the, uh, the other. And that, that one, so the, the fever had gone and that one, and then the other one, it, it was, she still had a fever. So that was, I don't know if that would be a medical question or I know that when we have these, even physical traumas that we can, you know, there's a memory there too. So it might be a question for both of y'all. Dave, is that inflammation? Oh. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, the, the knee that she fell on was the knee that became swollen and hot, right? So yeah, yeah she fell on both and yes, sir. And then, and one got hit the worst. She fell on a, like a, you know, a hard tile, you know, floor or whatever you know so i'm just yeah. like hitting a rock and yeah. um it's, it's tissue tra yeah it's tissue trauma that the, 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 the actual cells are destroyed and the structure of the tissue is altered and then the our reaction to it the cells that go in there to sort of clean the area up and begin the wound healing process first they clean up and then it goes to wound healing you know that that that's that's the inflammation that's where it gets red hot and swollen but that's mm -hmm. actually our body reacting to it so interestingly different people based on their immune systems will have different levels of reaction to the mm -hmm. same level of trauma so 
you know, and, and the more we learn about it, because it's one of the one of the things that comes up clinically is we, there's like overwhelming sepsis. So someone gets an infection and they just like, you know, the, the blood pressure goes down, all that kind of stuff, you know, goes into shock. Whereas the other person had the same infection, but didn't, you know, so so that's, mm-hmm. you know, our understanding of how people why people go into septic shock has has changed or have massive infections has changed from being, oh, that was a terrible pathogen bacteria that came in and attacked to, oh, it was our reaction to that that pathogen that came in. Anyway. David's kind of like the flu, right? David's kind of like the flu, right? I mean, when when you get a fever with the flu, that's your body trying to heal the flu, right? Right. And not only that, the reason that you get the flu in the first place or colds, et cetera, is because that immune system is depressed to begin with. Right. And that goes back to the stress part. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, Um, God bless her. She was, she was, she kept, when she fell, she kept apologizing. She was like, April, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I was like, why are you apologizing, mom? April, I would also say, um, get her some Indian frankincense. It's all natural and really great for pain and inflammation. They've been using it in India for thousands of years. Uh, Very cheap, too, on Amazon. Wow. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. And the halo, you know, was amazing, too. She she finally let me use the halo on her. Oh, (laughs) like, you know, about four years or something. Okay. Um, it's 1.30. I have got to go. I've got a, a client at 1.30. So I'm going to bow out. Dave, you can do what you want. Um, I love you. I love all you guys. Love you, Johanna. Love you, Santo. Thank y'all for coming. And um, please share the word. All we're wanting to do is help people feel better. That's it. So love y'all. Thank you. Great. Thanks, Alex. Okay, so um, Dave, I'm not sure if you want to take more questions, but uh, if not, we can hop into our custom code uh, yeah. time with uh, Johanna, because um, I need to head out as well. Um, and Johanna, uh, if you do move on to the custom codes, could you just hit uh, stop uh, the recording at the bottom of the screen there? Um, okay. Yeah, and then uh, we'll be good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I say go to the custom codes. I think we have a hand up that might be a question. Should I open that for you, um, David? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's fine if, if the person's still on the line. Yep. Okay. This is Vicki. Yes. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Yep. Great. And I don't, this is the first time I've been live with you guys. So I don't know if the custom post will answer the question. But I have actually three questions. I just recently bought the trilogy home study and the relationship home study. I haven't read through them all, but in those books, um, and it's particularly the relationship one, it, it, well, it says to do a prayer and a truth statement. And I noticed that you don't do that with this cus- with these custom codes. Yeah, that's, ahead, maybe, yeah. yeah that, that's pretty much optional. Um, we give those truth folk statements as examples of something that you might want to um, to use, but you know, pretty much we we like to see you focus on love, a love picture, create an image. Uh, it could be real, it could be um, imagined, but just be in a in a relaxed, calm, a peaceful state when you're doing 
the healing code. Now, having said that, people like um, David and Dr. Alex, they like to focus on, they like to really zero in on the negative, almost like with a laser focus while they're doing the code. And, um, you know, some people would like to do that. Some people switch back and forth. They'll maybe check on, they'll maybe get the, the negative in focus for a few seconds and then go into a love picture uh, or, or just simply relax and do some deep breathing um, and then go back maybe and check on it again and see how it's changing. Maybe it's coming down in, in the negative feeling or belief. Uh, it's really up to you. So it's not essential that you do a truth focus statement, but many people like those. So we give those examples of what you might want to. It needs to be true for you. You need to really believe that truth focus statement. And the most powerful one, if you want to create one, is, is in your own words. Right. Okay. But and then so on in this technique that we did today, there's only one prayer for the three parts. Whereas in the trilogy and the relationship, they did three different prayers for a, a prayer for each part. Again, and, that, and that's up to you. Um, okay. Some people like to pause before they go into each section of the trilogy and say a simple prayer. But if you just say one prayer in the beginning and just go with the flow, that's totally fine. too. Okay. Yeah. So if I just, so we're basically, we're addressing issues. So you can pick one particular, like we're focusing on one, particular issue and then we're doing our code and we're doing our intention statement in the trilogy in those in the different packages i think you're going to you see that there's 12 different categories and so you're addressing like large areas of emotions of emotional you know areas um and so and there's many different ways so in other words the obsession that we talked about also fits into those different categories in different areas. And so you can just go after that one issue, or you could go into that category and address several different issues that could be in that category. I'm not sure if I'm making sense, but there's different ways to approach the same issue is what I'm sort of trying to say. And that using the truth focus statements are also one way to get also at the same you know, issue and heal the same, you know, area, whatever. I, I don't know if that well, made sense. Okay. So the other question I have, um, Dr. Alex was emphasizing the important that the custom codes were custom and that therefore they, in a, you have to do it in this order. He's researched that, you know, so there is a, a particular order for it. So it's most effective in that way. Yeah. Okay. So in, um, in his books, the relationship of there's one for mother, father, family, team, stuff, you know, for, for each right. of your relationships. And then yep. I think it was, I think episode 15, where you did parental conflicts, I think you grouped them all together. And in the, in these uh, all lives matters, were your, the orders different, as far as the, you do yours first, you do the healing codes first, whereas and then oh. you do the trilogy, whereas with Dr. Al, in his book, it's he does the acupuncture with the hands and the gamut, then he does the healing codes, then he does the meridians. Yeah. And you guys uh, are. Yeah. I guess it could be somewhat confusing the way we're doing. We maybe should clarify, you know, better further. But essentially, you can do the healing code that I'm doing at the beginning. You could just do that. 
that is just addressing the the um the the obsession using the healing code technique using the trilogy dr alex is doing you can also use that separately like that whole with this and the second part the healing code part today was the you know this the 60 seconds here and just forget about the beginning healing code part that i did so you could do either one you could pick left or you could pick right kind of thing the other way you could do it is do healing code do the trilogy do, do the healing code part and then also insert the healing my healing code in there as well so there's several different ways to do it but yes the the, the there are two completely actually separate processes that we're giving you during this during the wednesday calls does that clarify that or well it clarifies that they're totally different <laughs> yeah. When, when, yeah but they can also be combined yes yes alex discovered a few months ago when he did a workshop with people who were more familiar with the healing code than the trilogy they suggested in that workshop he was doing it it was uh, i think it was in germany um and um they this he discovered that doing a healing code before the trilogy and then doing the trilogy and even using a different healing code in the trilogy um worked even better and even ending it with a healing code so you kind of make like a, a trilogy sandwich between two healing codes and that's really powerful so um i often will recommend that and depending on how it how it comes out when i'm testing for personal sessions after um, this this segment um sometimes i'll i'll suggest they use um the healing code that david created particularly especially if they're addressing a similar topic personally and uh and then um they can do the david's at the beginning and then do david's at the end or sometimes i will create a custom one for them it's really it's really different but um try doing that do the healing code first and then do your trilogy and then you can end it with the healing code again and that's it just seems to amplify the whole effect of trilogy that's what alex discovered a few months ago so i would so say i picked just the first one like mother mm -hmm. i do a, uh, a journal healing code that he developed like in his book, The Healing Code, not custom, just a regular healing code, correct? Well, you could use, or you could, let's <laughs> <laughs> oh, complicate it some more. Um, in the relationship codes, you have codes for specific relationships. You could use that code and then go ahead and do a trilogy and then use that code again if you don't have a custom code from a, from a coach. Um, that's what I would recommend is that since you have the relationship codes, use, use the code for that particular relationship and then do a trilogy. And uh, in the trilogy, I think, which trilogy program do you have? The source or the, or the health? I have them both. Okay. So look, <laughs> again, you can look up that trilogy uh, for that particular relationship in one of those manuals, whichever one covers the, the relationship and um, just do those. I mean, there, there's so many ways now that we're discovering uh, how to amplify the effect of the codes. And I hope it's not too confusing anything we shared with you today. <laughs> just follow what it says in the, in the programs. Just do that for yourself. And maybe that's- Johanna, can I, yeah. can I add one thing just for clarification? Uh, so 
the, 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 the packages that you get have essentially like cust Alex's custom codes for that issue. So in other words, say for mother relationship with mother, he developed a custom code himself that addresses that relationship. Now I could create my own custom code for that same relationship and use it. I wouldn't need to use that necessarily, but for someone that's uh, that doesn't make their those codes, they can use they're using Alex's codes because they're specifically for that relationship. Does that okay. make sense, Mark? Anyway, I don't know oh. if I clarified or made it even more confusing. But... <laughs> so you, you have the universal code that's in the book. Okay, the right. four hand positions. That's a universal code, but the codes in the programs that you purchased are customized. So they're more those issues. Yeah, they're yeah, more specific than the universal code. Right. So they're going to be more effective. If you right. work with a coach, such as right. myself or David, we are able to test for a specific custom code for you personally, which mm -hmm. is even more powerful. So you have several options there. Having said that, I really cannot... Um, I don't want to discourage anyone from using that universal code in the book because it works and it's worked for many, mm. many people for many, many years. Just do the codes wherever you can find one. Uh, it's going to work. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, Marilyn, let's unmute your line. I don't know if you wanted to code or if you had a question. No, I'm after a code. Thank you, Johanna. Um, but I wanted to say thank you first for the code last week. Um, and also for suggesting that I do the, um, the, the codes that David and Alex put together because I found after, I thought when I started to breathe, I was breathing normally again, but I discovered after doing um, your, your code plus David and Alex's code, I started to yawn, and when I started to yawn, I could only partly yawn because my, my ribs were extremely sore. And as I continued to do the codes, then I could yawn deeper and deeper. And as I probably got to about a 90% yawn, I found that mentally, um, I felt so much better mentally. And I'm continuing to um, do those two trilogies um, what I'm actually um, asking for this morning is a trilogy for my husband. There's a, a, a situation with him at work which is creating much stress.